1: You are now in the Corn Podcast, a sports podcast from Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network. Here is your host, Jared oh Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our edition of the Corner Brook Podcast. I am your host, Jared Clinton, alongside my main man, Darth Evan, the mustache I don't know. Names that this man ranges long in the dictionary. I have no idea. But either way, we are back for another show. Full week this week. Live stream Thursday. Podcast and chill on Friday. It's going to be a fun one. We're back to we're back to full speed again after the holiday weekend. Um. First off, Kevin, we had a game last night. Our last game for collide, at least for now. Oh boy, my Eagles. You know, you just probably. Is that if you, if you paid, if with no context, you read everything from national media and ESPN, and everything else this morning, you would think the Eagles were like a top 10 team the way they're ripping them. Now, I'm going to play, De- I'm playing devil's advocate here, please, because I thought we had a shot. I had a vibe the entire night. I'm like, we got a shot. It's possible. We can do this. And for those of you who don't know, Philadelphia lost 24 17. It was twenty four to six for the longest time until Wentz yeeted one up to Richard Rogers, the Hail Mary champion, and then went for a two-point conversion to screw over every single better in Vegas. Love that. But I'll say this. For a team that basically was getting was a touchdown was a was a touchdown dog at home, plus the amount of ripping they've got in the past I don't know, all season. I, I I am starting to I'm starting to think that the media just needs to a pit, just wants to pick on Philadelphia constantly. Did they play great? No. Did Seattle play great? No. Was the game competitive for 90% of the game? Yes. The only reason they won, he wears number 14, he's going to be probably a Hall of Famer and the Eagles should shoot not shoot. The Eagles should beat up Howie Roseman for not, for passing on this guy. It's DK Metcalf. Either way, I digress. I, I'm going to start off with this. Howie Roseman, Doug Peterson, actually, no, worse Howie Roseman should not have a job this morning. That game was the ultimate collaboration of everything wrong with the Philadelphia Eagles personnel. First off, Darius Slay was a great addition. The ripping he's getting today is ridiculous. You put him again, DK Metcalf's a top five receiver. I think he's replaced a, cer- a certain receiver on the Buccaneers in the top five, in my opinion, and he proved that. DK is a freak of nature. He basically attacks Deion Gilmore like a damn animal. He he's not he's he's not human. And did Darius slip play well? Hell no! This is the worst game of his career. Ripping his game from Philadelphia media. It's going to happen when you have a bad game. Um, the two worst things I saw last night were the offensive line and the play calling, Kevin. And, I mean, you watched the game with me. Uh, we were doing our collide. We were hosting. And thank you for the people who showed up. Uh, the gift card will be sent out soon to the winner of our contest. Um, my biggest thing was the fact that Wentz wasn't great, but nobody's really going to be good when he's got a guy like hitting him in the chest with a helmet every five, every third, every snap. So, and they, or when you only run the ball nine times, it, I don't care. what did you think of last night? Um, I think the, I think the Eagles
0: need a clean house. I think Carson Wentz needs a change of scenery. Doug Peterson needs to go. Hi, Roseman needs to go. They need to rebuild this whole thing. And your point though, about national media liking to rip on the Eagles it's deserved based on Eagles fans all offseason we had to hear about how oh, the Eagles are back the Eagles are back they have Jalen Rieger he ran a 4-3 at his pro day that people haven't really seen but oh the combine was a fluke well maybe not he can't get separation he's not the answer they can't draft wide receiver talent and neither can the Patriots so I'm not throwing rocks in the glass house here but It's time for a rebuild. You won your Super Bowl. That's great. Big for Philly. Carson Wentz didn't have anything to do with that Super Bowl run. Say what you want about him getting to a point to get to the playoffs. What? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. How many snaps did he play
1: that postseason? Um, He got them home field fucking advantage. That's the biggest thing that everyone likes to, like, just shove off. He got them to 11 wins, which basically Nick Foles puttered them into the playoffs at home. And home field advantage in Philadelphia is a thing in the playoffs. It's the home one place they actually stadium,
0: can win. The thing in the playoffs. 95% of the time across the NFL. I'm saying the Super Bowl run. Not the regular season. Once you get to the playoffs, Carson Wentz had nothing to do with that. He should stop getting the benefit of the doubt for what he did three years ago. I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback. What I am saying
1: is he needs a change of scenery. He needs to change a coach. Um, it comes with a change of scenery. Yeah. All right. Well, here's my change of scenery. First of all, Lurie loves Lurie loves Carson Wentz. Which is a problem. Documented. The reason they draft. so I found out yesterday the reason they drafted Jalen Rieger was because High Roseman heard in passing that Lurie was a fan of his. Not that Lurie wanted him. He was a fan of his. So Roseman drafted him high. Also – Carson was – Carson never, of course, because he's a, he's a leader. He's not a t. Te- he's not like one of these guys who's going to make us think about it. He was irately pissed that they drafted Rieger. He's like, I just like, – i I'm two years off of an MVP season, and yet I have to prove myself again I'm from a guy who's a project quarterback. You mean Hurts, not Rieger? Hurts. Hurts, sorry. Both Jalen's. Either way. Do I think – here's three issues. The biggest issue right now in the Philadelphia Eagles is their offense. It's not – this isn't 2017 anymore. We don't have an All-Pro tight end anymore. Zach Ertz's talents—I think Zach Ertz's talents fall off farther than Wentz's has. Want we'll to talk about lack of separation? The dude was a top-three tight end four year, three years ago, and now can't separate from a, a, a garden—a garden bin linebacker. Rieger, yes, he—he needs to work on a separation. I will fully admit that. Travis Fulgham—he's got to play more than 32 snaps, my man. Come on. Okay, so we're, I'm going to do a quick checklist here before we move on. Here is Jared's key to fixing the Philadelphia Eagles. Start off first, high Roseman. I want him banished from Philadelphia. I want an APB out. I want this man put in jail for robbing the Eagles the past five years in draft picks. He's had three good draft picks in his 20 years of service to the Philadelphia Eagles. No, 20, 10, 50, whatever. Brandon Graham, 2010, first round. And that one took a little while to develop. Then – Derek Barnett in 2017. In that one, the jury was out until about like the last two years when he's finally started to come on as an edge rusher. Finally, Miles Sanders, who, for the love of God, you got to get him the ball more than seven times. Holy shit. Either way. Next up. The players love him, so he gets the benefit of the doubt here. Either hire an OC and Doug releases his play calling or get him out. Last night was atrocious. Carson Wentz had a roll one rollout pass. It was completed for 15 yards. Travis Fulgham are apparently this new receiver who on film looks great. No way to scheme him open. No getting the ball to Jalen Rieger in space. Everything looks sloppy. Everything looked out of place. Everything looked like it was just like preseason. The Eagles look like they have been stuck in preseason mode since week one. Is part of this to COVID? Maybe. Is it to but the next thing right here is the offensive line. Jason Peters should retire. For all of his service to our team over the last 15 years he's played for us, great. Hall of Famer. Arguably one of the top ten greatest offensive tackles of all time. Problem is he's old, he's slow, can't block anybody anymore. The whole experimented guard, it's not working. Get Dr- Jack Driscoll at right tackle. Kids the kid played well his first three games. Jordan Mailata could be our left tackle of the future. Honestly, the kid's his pro football rating keeps going up every week. Dude played didn't start playing football until he got to America. And he's playing pretty damn well at left tackle. Next up, retain Jim Schwartz. Because that defense last night, holy shit, they played their tails off. Besides DK Metcalf, that Seattle defense was basically useless. They benefit off a couple of easy OPI dPI calls either way. I'm not gonna go at the refs because the Eagles play like crap anyway. Keep Alex Singleton and lock that man up for a long time. That man is going to be a great linebacker in this league. The fact that he was he had to come through the CFL, dude playing dude was in every play. you saw forty nine with his gorgeous luscious locks last night. That man was playing out of his mind. Keep slay. Keep Jalen Mills a safety. Holy crap, Kevin. I have never seen him play with that much energy in the four years he's played for Philadelphia. The only reason I'm going on a rant is because I had multiple Eagle buddies of mine who are Eagles fans ask me to go on a rant about this today. So I'm, I'm giving them their service quick. And I won't talk about the Eagles for the rest of the podcast except for one sentence game. I will promise you that. Finally, cut Jackson. Tell him to retire or get out. Cut Jeffrey. Tell him to go jump off a bridge and... Or do or do a cannonball into the water. I don't care. Whatever. Just tell him to go, go, go away. Go to Jacksonville. Go to the Jets. Go to L. A. Nobody cares. Nobody wants you anymore. I have never seen so much hate for one player on a, on a, on social media than when everyone found out that Jeffrey got the most snaps out of wide receiver besides Greg Ward last night. And last but not least, for the love of all things holy, draft a corner in the first round or a tackle, unless we have Jamar Chase sitting there at number 8, 7, 10, wherever we're going to pick this year, don't draft a wide receiver. Wait. Do your due diligence. Maybe get the guy with the fastest 40 time or who looks like a physical freak but might be a little raw, <coughs> Chase Claypool, Ugh, D.K. Metcalf, instead of the refined route runner from Stanford who's a hell of a football player. That's 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 how that's how you fix Philadelphia. Don't get rid of Wentz. Don't. Oh, oh last but not least, it, I know it's, this is a this is a pipe dream. Try to see if you can, for his own sake, move Jalen Hurts. See if you see if some team wants to take on. Um, maybe New England or maybe Pittsburgh, a team with a quarterback still around for a year or two, who wants to maybe develop a guy in their system. Kevin, I know you would have a you would love to see Hurts in in New England. That's who the Patriots
0: were going to draft if the Eagles weren't idiots.
1: Yeah, um, that was all Howie Roseman because Doug Peterson and Carson looked at each other in the draft like, what? Can can, can I say something in defense of Howie Roseman? I never thought you'd
0: actually say a sentence, but okay. So, let's go look at the coaches that he's had. While GM, we're not going to talk about when he was the director of football administration or the vice president of player personnel because he doesn't get final decision. While GM, he had two years of Andy Reid. Good Mm -hmm. coach. Phenomenal coach. Then he had Chip Kelly. That was a bad hire, but yes, he had Chip Kelly. Moved to executive vice president of football operations until 2018, from 2015 to 2018. Then took back the GM role in 2019. So, right off the bat, you got a shit coach that you got to deal with. Then, Doug Peterson. Maybe it's all on him. Maybe him and his coaching staff just can't develop talent. These guys might not be bust anywhere else. Howie Roseman could be making good picks because look, like you said, uh, Derek Barnett took a while to develop. Brandon Graham took a while to develop. It could be on the coaching staff. These guys are good players who could not make an immediate impact because they couldn't be developed properly.
1: In addition, I mean, look to that, at Aguilar. Over in, look at Aguilar in um, in Oakland. Listen, exactly. I think honestly, also you ask also, also mm-hmm.
0: Howie what? Roseman's handcuffed. Doug Peterson's slightly handcuffed too because Lori loves Wentz. When an owner loves a quarterback and the GM and the coach don't necessarily love him as much, that causes issues. Look at the last couple years in New England. That caused schism, which then forced Brady's hand to leave because the coach didn't want him there anymore. All right. I'm going to offer this up.
1: I will. Peterson's got to go. I don't think he wants to relinquish play calling. You know who I want? Because I know Andy Reid would send him here. Send to Philadelphia with a handwritten letter to Jeffrey Lurie because Andy Reid loves the city almost as much as he loves Kansas City. Philadelphia would probably pay $10 million a year minimum for Eric Bienname to be our head coach. I think it would be a perfect fit. I said this to a, a guy today. Like, who, you, who would you want? Who's your dream candidate for Philly? I'm like, Eric Bienname. He goes, why? I'm like, one, Bieniemy's creative. I am telling you with... The the skills okay so you're okay with this is a personnel if you you're gonna tell Eric Biani this is the personnel I can start with you get a mobile quarterback with a cannon arm he's a little delicate but he's not afraid to run not afraid to be a leader you get a couple speedsters at receiver they're not perfect but they can they're fast you also get a receiver who's physical and likes to get open Fulgham he's not perfect but he's decent you get a elite pack run blocking and decent and a pretty good receiver and. Dallas Goddard, and the Hail Mary champion himself, Richard Rodgers. Because I'm telling you right now, Ertz will not be an eagle next year. you got a couple of decent offensive linemen. you got some projects got to fix some stuff. On defense, the defense, honestly, the personnel is not bad. You need a corner. You probably could use another um, – you, uh, you probably need a, at least one linebacker. An outside guy. Because, I mean, Singleton, I think, as a middle linebacker is a perfect fit. I think you just need another guy with him to play a dime set. But move Maddox over to Nickel, it's not a bad team. I, something. I don't think the Eagles the – Eagle, this season is over with. I'm thinking about it for offseason already. I never thought I'd say that under Doug Peterson, but I am. Wentz, I think, with a new head coach and a new system, because I, Doug Peterson's refusal to understand that his offensive line is not good is what's killing Wentz. The dude gets hit more than a baseball during a game pitched by CeCe Bathy towards the end of his career. Holy crap. When, every single damn play, either once there's a guy in his face or is on the ground. And, like, it's – and you can't operate into that. And it's – I don't think he needs a fresh start. I think he needs a fresh offense. I'm I sorry. When, Peterson's offense hasn't looked good since week 10, 11 or 12, whenever the week before – the week before Seattle. In 2017. That was the last time I looked at the Eagles offense like that's elite. We're blowing teams out. I mean, even last year with Washington, we had that crazy blowout game. It still looked like lethargic. We just got a couple of big plays with Deshaun Jackson. There's also Washington. I know. So, one last thing. The Eagles have Wentz for two more years. They really can't move him. Unless somebody wants to eat that contract, because it's going to get big next year, bigger. So, this is my thing: make a run at the enemy, make a run at a hungry offensive offensive coach who wants to win. Offer to keep Jim Schwartz on, because Schwartz loves Philly. He loves his guys there. That's his defense. That's half his personnel right there. I'm telling you right now, Schwartz. Schwartz would love that. I. I he loves that. The, the, the team loves him as a defensive coordinator. Honestly, I'm one of his few – I have ripped him in the past. But last night proved when that defense is fired up, they're good. The reason they lost is basically number 14 on Seattle. And and even Russell Wilson was having a rough day. I swear to God, that defensive line was living rent-free in his head last night. A couple draw plays here and there, but that's basically it. The game was – it was not a beatdown. The Eagles ran that game almost the entire time, even the score didn't reflect it. I don't think Peterson or Roseman should have a job this morning.
0: I think if you get rid of Peterson,
1: getting keeping Schwartz might be an issue. They've always Just, had a problem with each other, so maybe, I don't know. It's We'll see. However, the, the enemy is actually interesting. Do you know why? You all why? already have
0: a very solid running back at this point he's very solid i'm not going to put a higher label on him at this point if he's top 10 he's 10 like let's put it that way yeah uh started as a running backs coach he
1: was a heisman finalist out of colorado as a running back what year 1990 oh so he was on that he was on that that's the the colorado national title team yep and he's part of the reason they won he was a heisman trophy finals that year consensus
0: all-american he can yeah. get even more out of Sanders. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying Sanders needs the motivation, but you can get more out of him. He's do, do with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire? I hated Hilaire coming into the draft. Also, what they need to do is fire Peterson, tell Roseman, you're hiring the enemy. You don't have a say in this. We are hiring him. You you're throw him the- a Brinks truck. <laughs> and then you tell Roseman, you get one year.
1: If we don't have a 10-win season and, you're not, and we're not in the playoffs next year, you're gone. Because as much as you want to rip on my Eagles, you acknowledge there's a lot of talent on this team. Yeah, I have never once questioned Carson Wentz's talent. I have questioned his
0: ability to stay healthy. He has proved me wrong the last couple of years. That one shot, as much as I like being funny, that one shot from Clowney, that's not an injury-prone thing. That's a – the human brain is not supposed to have a 290-pound man jumping on top of it with turf under you. And I have questioned
1: his ability to read a defense. I think it's a concern. I think, honestly – um, that's the biggest thing because the Rieger throw, the pick six last week was the play where I was like, Oh God, he's, he, I think, I think Carson's biggest issue. And he's a one, two, three read go guy. He's not going to be like Brady where he can at right now where he can just five, five reads in in two blinks of an eye. I think the amount of time he gets hit has forced him to be like, all right, one, two, go. Or one, two, rip it and, and just see if it gets open. I think this year his lack of offensive line is the biggest reason for – I think at the end of the day, there's only two guys in the offensive line who should be here next year. Three if Kelsey stays – Kelsey comes back. I think Kelsey's retiring. Brandon Brooks, because he was an all-pro last year in the last two years. Or – and Jordan Mailata. Everyone – and maybe keep Jack Driscoll as like a safety now if we can't get a new guy. Lane Johnson can't stay healthy. Jason Peters needs to retire. Isaac Sayamalu, he's okay. He's like a C-plus He's a Toyota Camry of, of guards. He's not great, but he he's okay. The fact we cut Wisniewski still pisses me off. So I agree with 99% of everything you said just now. And the reason, another reason why, I
0: think a lot of it is, I mean, he's 28. So it's not mature. I'm not saying he's immature. But Seven. reading a defense comes with time. I thought I saw he was 28 today, unless he's turning 28 this year. Oh, no. just His birthday was just November, so he's probably 28 now. Okay. So, that that will come with time a bit more. But, yeah, when he has, A, a line in front of him that gives him more than two seconds, I do think sometimes when he has good protection, he holds to the ball too long. And that comes in my other point. Uh, Call plays that he likes. Call yeah. plays that work with your offense and that work with him. Don't run these four verts on third and two- when they're going to be bringing pressure on that atrocious
1: line? All right. First of all, football IQ. This is this is one thing I I, I figured out. Never run f- four, four verts. By the way, should only happen if you are literally trying to get it to the end zone. Because I'm sorry, with the amount of speed Philadelphia has, they don't need to manufacture guys getting open. Oh, hey Jalen, we're going to run a combo. Use the what happened to rub routes, seam slant combos, all the things that made that Eagles offense elite two years ago. When their offensive line was basically the same, minus one or two players. And the biggest thing to me is your one, uh, for the record, Carson Wentz is 27 years old. Um, his birthday was – his birthday is December 30th, so. Okay, so he's turning 28. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, as much as he's gotten a bad rap this year, he's been a good soldier the entire time. That just shows the amount of maturity. I think as much as I want to, you could you make all excuse about COVID. I think offensive line was the biggest offensive line and secondary play has been the two biggest things affected on every team by COVID. I think because those two two positions are all about communication. Um, my biggest thing is before we move on to one sentence game and we stop talking about this is um, I just think I think it's just guilt. Seriously, you were on point. What is Carson's talent? Oh, his mobility, his arm strength, his ability to make ridiculously uncharacteristic throws. Oh, sounds like a certain quarterback who just won league MVP two years ago and won a Super Bowl. I'm not comparing the two because here's Mahomes, here's Wentz. You are comparing the two, but you're not saying they're the same. Yeah, yeah, they're not the same. Carson Wentz is like in a more injury-prone Mahomes light. Similar skill sets, both have the potential to be really elite quarterbacks, but one has been gifted with literally a bogus system, GM lights out on horrible fan base, yes, I know I'm one of them, and an offensive line that would literally scare the hell out of me to sit behind. So, Eric the Enemy? You you want a head coach with a quarterback who wants a new offense with a lot of speed and some good decent receivers. I'm telling you right now, I think they're they're not using Jalen Rieger and Travis Fulgham well. I think they're both really good receivers. I, I think they both need to just get open. They they both need to find ways like they used to scheme Nelson Aguilar open with that speed of his. It's just it just looks lost. It looks like a garbage disposal offense. That's all I got for that. All right. I'm done talking about Philadelphia for now. We'll just bet, We'll just do that one first for one-sentence game. One-sentence game, Philadelphia versus Seattle. DK Metcalf's a monster. Free Carson. Buy a shirt. I was going to say free once. Buy a shirt. There goes Jared
0: listen, again they're, using they're, two listen, sentences. You're
1: a genius. I'm not, I'm not going to knock, knock your t-shirt design business. All right. Next up, the Thursday games – Houston and Detroit. Kev, what you got?
0: I Lions fans are probably the happiest any
1: team has been after a loss like this. Oh my god, more on that later, by the way. Um Yeah, no, um happy for Lions fans this morning. Extremely happy for you. Uh, happy Freedom Day to all Detroit fans. My sentence is simply Thank God that's over. Also, um, Will Fuller. Now we know why he's burning guys so bad. <laughs> oh, six game suspension, by the way, folks. As of this morning, uh, they had a cornerback too, uh, Roby uh, Bradley Roby. Yeah, Brian yeah. Cushing for strength and conditioning coach. Hmm. Two Zodiac- steroid suspensions. Two steroid suspensions. <laughs> by the way, shout out to our boy Ryan McCarthy for bringing that one up. Um. Yeah. Uh. That game was ugly. Um. Next game. Dallas and Washington. Antonio Gibson is a top fifteen running back. I don't care who says it. That man can fly and he's he runs hard. Also, I really should have started him in my um ESPN league. Thank God for Derrick Henry.
0: Alex Smith, comeback player of the year. I'm gonna say that every week we talk about the football team.
1: Uh can we do it if he wins it, can we do a shirt for that, by the way? Seriously.
0: Yes. Like, I, think I, I already wear had a one Washington. designed as a joke.
1: What? I think I already had I already one designed. No, so, I mean, you were going crazy. You had a Colt McCoy jersey and Colt McCoy shirt out there this morning. so. Um. All right. Next up, my I love when my phone has to reload. <laughs> no, it's yes. Yes. Thank you.
0: I downloaded the NFL app so
1: I'm like on the I know Adam boy Cap's finally adjusting. Alright. Dolphins Jets. I'm all about that Fitz Magic, baby.
0: Congrats, Jets. You're getting Trevor Lawrence officially.
1: Yeah, no, uh Jim Lawrence, uh um Jim Harbaugh, Trevor Lawrence, twenty twenty one, New York Jets. Calling it right now. Uh, Patriots and Cardinals. This is why I never bet against Bill. This is why I never bet against Bill. That's my sentence. Man, oh man, I thought this game was going to be worse. Yeah, uh, this is why I'm not afraid. The the biggest game on the Eagles schedule I was afraid of was the one we just played last night. I'm not afraid of Arizona. They can score, but their defense is literally dog shit.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean... also, can I just bring
0: up, so going into this season, people thought Cam Newton would play okay, not great, he's been awful at points, but he showed he's a team player, which is shocking to me.
1: Which, I, you know what, honestly, Cam Newton, I feel like, had a reputation build this year. The problem is, I hope, I, I, I know NFL GMs aren't morons, most of them aren't, like half of the NFL fan base, I will fully say that out loud, yes, half of you are morons, I will tell you that right now, I've heard some of your takes. Um... Kevin is not. I am not. Ken Newton is a great quarterback. He is probably a top 20 quarterback still. Top 25 if you really want to stretch it. Um, He is basically me and Kevin and Jacoby Myers catching balls for him. Yeah, he's going to get paid this offseason. I would love to see him with a team that just has a ton of weapons but just needs somebody to run that offense with an elite defense.
0: I got a team that we're going to talk about.
1: Hmm. If I'm looking at the... Sk- hmm. <laughs> okay. I, I think I know where you're going with this one, but uh, all right. Panthers-Vikings. Um. And no, I don't want a reunion. No, I know. You want Minis- Camden, Minnesota. Camden-Minnesota. Running heavy offense. Two good receivers. Some decent, decent tight on- end. Yeah, it, it could work out well. Then again, every half-decent quarterback who's a free, is free agent, I'm like,
0: every half-decent free agent quarterback for this, i see it, like, side with Minnesota.
1: Yeah, no, um, fr- free Jefferson, free Adam Thielen, <laughs> buy a shirt, free Cook, is <laughs> like free Minnesota. They got a lot of young guys. Yeah, they got a lot of good young... I was wrong on Justin Jefferson, I'll fully admit it. I want to see how he adjusts when people have tape on him, but... That's fine. Like, listen, I like every there's always one player in the rookie class every year who has a breakout season, has a breakout rookie year, and then his next two years, he is just not it. In twenty in this in the Baker Mayfield class, the my candidate for that is partially because of injury is Saquon, but like I'm really hoping Justin Jefferson is not the guy who has a regression. I don't think he's going to, because he's not the guy. It's
0: Adam Thielen's the guy in that passing offense, and also Dalvin Cook. They run the ball a lot. It's not like,
1: yeah. like in New, New York, perfect. Saquon is
0: the guy. Yeah, yeah. New York had in nothing. North,
1: really bad. They are better without Saquon. Their offense is more balanced. They don't have to tail to him. And a couple months ago, a certain uh, listener of our show, friend of mine, got in an argument with me. He was like, "Dude, I'm telling you right, why would you ever say Miles Sanders has a, better career, has a for a better career than uh, Saquon?" I'm like, "Well," Regardless of what Saquon – the problems of Saquon, his injury, he is too – it's the whole issue Terrell Owens had towards the end of his career. that man has – he's too high strung. There is not – there is not an ounce of fat on that kid's body. It's all torque. It's the same issue that – not not the same as Zion has, but you see what I'm saying, right? Like his body is pushed to the maximum. Yeah. And he's not in a system that's going to help him. The system works for Daniel Jones because he's – quarterback running with a bad offensive line works because half the time the defensive linemen are already behind you. Yeah. If you can read a pocket and take off, you're lethal. Look at Russell Wilson's first 10 years in the NFL – eight, 10 years in the NFL. So I'm telling you right now, Saquon, if he ever wants to have a good career, needs to get out of New York. They're not going to pay him. Or if they are, they're idiots because he's been – he's played a grand total of I think have 20 games in his career over 3 seasons 25 maybe I don't know it's it's not it's less than 30 I can guarantee that but yeah no Justin Jefferson has has been the definitely the um the elite er of besides Chase Claypool definitely three or four best receivers in this class um Browns Jaguars he's played 31 games
0: okay so I was one off I was calling I mean, 16 is rookie year 13 this year. It's two. I thought it
1: was less than 13. So I don't know. It's just, he always also last year I did, there were a couple of games though. He like, he left the game early and then he didn't finish a game or know, whatever. It doesn't matter. But point taken, he's, he's got an injury issue already because that often's so bad. Uh, bronze Jags. Did the Jags just go 210% and then pull off the gas at the end? Like, I'm trying to figure them out as a team. Browns might be the worst 8-3 team ever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to be honest with you right now. Last week, we played like dog shit and we're still in that game. Jacksonville played their hearts out and lost by two points. Yeah, I, like I love bronze fans. This morning, like we're eight and three, we're eight and three, and I'm like, are you, or is it an eight and three, and then you get smoked in the first round? Like Mike Glennon, twenty for thirty-five, two hundred thirty-five
0: <laughs> yards and two touchdowns. Baker Mayfield, nineteen for twenty-nine, two hundred fifty-eight yards and two touchdowns.
1: Yeah, um, I'm gonna say this right now. I would somebody a bronze fan I know. Called Ice Oh Maker Carson Who Baker's so much better, Mike. No. You give Carson Baker's offensive line of weapons, Carson's laying up for 35 touchdowns this season. Although how weird See, is all it you talking want? About
0: the Browns having a good offensive line.
1: Yeah, that's scary. Um, your boy Jedrick Wills. Not bad. Not bad. He's a good player. Also, oh, yeah. great great. He's a better actor than he's a better actor than Baker is in those commercials. I love um, that commercial with him. Oh, I do too. I'm getting sick of the Baker commercials, but that one I love. Baker has more Baker has more um commercials than he has wins over top five, over five hundred teams. I would actually put money on that. Um I might. Um Titans Colts. God, I love being right. Part two of that sentence is all hail King Henry. Bye shirt.
0: I Derek Henry's gonna get a lot of the attention, and he's also getting attention. But AJ Brown, look for him to be a great receiver. That was my upset pick, and I'm so hyped right now.
1: Back in the saddle. What was the spread on that game? It was like two and a half. But you let me slide on that one, cause I let we had we had one like two weeks ago. It was like three and a half. And we both we just threw out the look. Hey, listen, as long as it's not like a one point swing, who cares? But I think that might be my one 2.5 game this entire year. We all took the Cardinals, though, which was hysterical. Yeah, why did we pick that game? <laughs> I don't know, man. Because you can't bet on Bills. So I think you did it as a reverse psychology thing. All right, I'm going to start picking against the Eagles the rest of the year. And screw Pat for his gimme being the Seahawks. <laughs> It still makes me so happy though that um, all those people lost money because they bet the under. They they took they took Seattle at the points. Mm. Yeah, like everyone's so upset. I'm like, that's what you get. It's karma. All right, Bengals and Giants. Danny Dimes looks like he's gonna be okay. Might miss a week or two, but holy crap, this game got my hopes up, man. Whoo! <laughs> like. This is – it's just the NFC lease. That's what it is. Team gets a first-place slot and they automatically start playing worse. I swear.
0: Cole 45 is going to keep them upright and get them a win. I mean, who, they got Seattle next week. I
1: don't know. That Seahawks defense looked pretty good last night. I'm not going to lie. Um, that – Jamal Adams being back makes a huge – and Shaq Griffin, both in the field, it makes a huge difference for them. Um yeah. – Chargers Bills. This game was so much fun to watch. Did you watch? You had you had Seattle, you had uh, New England on right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we didn't get the New England game down here. So I got Chargers Bills. Holy crap! This was a fun ride, man. Um, fourth. Uh, my one sentence is simply that was so worth the three hours and four turnovers in the fourth quarter. God, that's good television. Holy shit. <laughs> Kev, yeah.
0: don't have your rookie quarterback throw the
1: ball 50 times. Yeah, that was the worst stat line I've ever seen. I don't think any quarterback should throw it over 50 times unless your name is Patrick Mahomes or, like, Tom Brady. Yeah, like, there are guys in NFL history you can look at, and like, but you're looking at
0: the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history. You're looking at, like, Patrick Mahomes, who's the most physically gifted quarterback in NFL history. You're looking at Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Joe Martin, Monte- like, that. Know- like that. You see like them throw fifty times like, okay, that makes sense. You have fate like, manny back there.
1: A certain redheaded quarterback over? who Oh yeah, a certain like okay, so even from my experience, a certain redheaded quarterback who plays for a certain team I like, the only time I've ever seen him throw over forty times in a game when we've won, it was like twenty seventeen when they had an elite offensive line and elite weapons. That's the only time you should ever do that. My boy Justin Herbert don't have that right now. He doesn't. Austin Eckler being back though made that offense a lot better. I will say that Austin Eckler definitely runs hard and he's really good for Herbert's development. Yeah. But damn, the Bills the Bills are the worst division leader in the league. Yeah, they might not have Ra- him much longer. Yeah, right. Uh it's it might be two a time soon. Um Raiders and Falcons. John Gruden, what the fuck, man? <laughs> what the shit was that? What? No Julio Jones, no problem. Like, what the hell? The
0: the Falcons should just do that every week. I don't know why they're not. Like, it's so easy.
1: Yeah, like, like, okay. So even when they have Julio on the field, you still have in a like a number. They have two number one receivers. By the way, I'm sorry. Calvin Ridley is a top fifteen receiver in my book, and he is a number two. You have a decent tight end. You have good number three and four receivers. You have a good running back. In a decent quarterback. I Matt Ryan would probably put like 16 or 17 on my list right now. Yeah. How are they not smoking teams with bad defenses? The Raiders have a decent defense. And they kicked their ass. Yeah, I wanted the I, Patriots to draft
0: Calvin Ridley so badly. And I was talking to my dad about it during that draft. He's like, why? We're good at receiver.
1: It's like you don't no, pass we're on not. a Hall of Fame talent because you've got a, a bunch of like medium guys. Like, next year, if we have a shot at Jamar Chase, I don't care if we have Rieger and Fulgham. Tell Rieger to play in the slot and put Jamar Chase out there and cut Greg Ward. Seriously. I think Chase is – or if we have a shot at your boy Waddle or Smith. Like, one of the three. You'll Seriously. Probably get one you can probably get one of them. I mean, yeah, listen. You tell I, – I watched Devontae Smith kill it in the Iron Bowl. Are you kidding me? I'm a fan of that man now. I like oh, this Lord, one. He's a lot with with Wentz's arm strength and a possible Eric the Enemy offense. Holy mother of God, that kid was gonna have a great career. But like, damn man, like the like I'm I'm more I'm like okay. See, so you know my fancy points. So I was playing Sawyer this week in our league. By the way, you wanna know where all my points came from? <laughs> Tyreek Hill and Antonio Gibson, a combined 89 points. The rest of my team, I'm going to read out the scores to you right now. I beat Sawyer by 15. Chase Claypool still has to play. but No Yahoo, one cares yeah.
0: about our fantasy league. Let's move on.
1: Oh, no, 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 no. but here. Kyler Murray, nine points. Josh Jacobs, 3.9. Fuller, 4.3. Fulgham, 2.6. <laughs> uh, Jake Elliott, four points. And then a big old whopping 51 and 35 from uh, Tyreek Hill and uh, Antonio Gibson. John, you keep screwing me on, on Fantasy every week, man. You're killing me. I still won by thirty, which cr- 20, which cracks me up. All right, next up on the list, 49ers and Rams. Again, what in what is happening? I don't understand the NFC West. It makes no sense. It's the reverse it's the reverse, yet the same of the NFC East. A team gets the first place slot and then loses. I don't understand it, Kevin, it, it's like the only divisions that make sense in this entire league are the South and the entire Conference of the South and the North, because they have three garbage teams and one good team, or in the South case, one OK team. Like, what the hell? The Rams look terrible.
0: The Niners are shit. When Nick Mullins outperforms you at quarterback, you should really take a good
1: hard look at this whole football thing. Yeah. Um. Everyone wants to go at Wentz. Um. I'm if I'm a Rams fan right now, I'm like, how much more years do we got this golf guy for? I I honestly am I am feeling better about myself. Maybe not from a coaching and GM standpoint. For a quarterback, I'm feeling better as an Eagles fan than I am as a Rams fan right now. Thank God they got better receivers and a good, decent offensive line. Um, Saints-Broncos. We'll get back to the sentence format as we are rambling. This is what happens when it's just me and Kev, like, like, just like old times, man. It's just, we just start r- ranting. But Saints-Broncos. Man, I had never seen Broncos the score points so much in my life. <laughs> They had a receiver playing quarterback. That's all I gotta say.
0: I don't know what the Broncos are Broncos fans are complaining about starting receiver at quarterback. The Saints do that with a tight end every week.
1: True. It's also, also, like, where first, was the Phil Lindsay? Where's the Phil first, Lindsay? At? Uh,
0: first game in the modern era without a quarterback on either side.
1: That's incredible. Um, where was the Phil Lindsay Wildcat? Like, I am so disappointed right now.
0: I I don't know what Vic Fangio was doing. Anything probably would have been better than having Kendall Hilton? Hinton? Whatever it is. He's Kendall Hilton. Kendall Hilton. Why did you have him throw it nine times? I mean, one of those balls to Noah Fant wasn't bad. No, like, one of them wasn't bad, but the other eight were. Like, true. In... And I don't have an issue with non-quarterbacks throwing it. If you want to do a halfback pass or a double pass to a, with a wide receiver, do that. Get the defense off guard. Do not have your court, your wide receiver quarterback in the pocket trying to throw.
1: Well, I mean, so I'm gonna we're gonna play a quick a quick either or. Kev, who gets who gets let out first, Drew Locke or Vic Fangio? Who gets let out? Who gets kicked out first of Denver? Fangio. I think so too. I mean, Locke was a third rounder, so his contract's not that great. So,
0: yeah. Also, Locke's still young. I mean,
1: true. I mean, you yours, listen, you, you might you get can. you give Locke a decent OC. I don't know. Maybe they hire the recently fired Doug as an OC. Might do okay for himself. I don't know. Um, Chiefs Buccaneers. Wow, this was a great game. And Ronald Jones is a freak. I'm sorry. Much, I could go on the rant about Tyreek Kill, but Ronald Jones is a damn freak. Fire Bruce Arians.
0: My God. I I wrote a whole thing about this, but look, he's, he likes saying that Tom Brady's calling plays. No, he's not. Byron Leftwich is, and you are. He says it doesn't matter what plays are called. All it comes down to is if your quarterback's playing well. No, and also get get check your ego at the door, Bruce. Every quarter great quarterback who goes somewhere new has the playbook changed for them to fit their strengths. You know Peyton Manning when he went to Denver. You think they were gonna run Tim, the Tim Tebow offense with Peyton? Why are you running the blind Jameis offense with Tom? <laughs> um,
1: Mike Vick when he we went to Philadelphia, the whole playbook got shifted. It's, it's absurd. He was a backup, and they switched the playbook for him. Guys, it's what happens. You play your quarterback strengths. Receivers and running backs can adjust. That's what they're 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 the the only position on an offense that can adjust is a is quarterback.
0: <laughs> you you know what? It might be the most asinine thing I've ever heard in my life. What? Uh, Bruharian said part of the issue is Tom Brady's getting confused by coverages. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm so, I'm sorry. Come again. I, I mean, I can't I'll, read a coverage. Uh, okay, so I, I've witnessed my boy miss covers. I've witnessed Drew Locke miss a couple. Josh Allen, even Russell Wilson's gotten confused a couple times. But you can't tell me the goat gets confused by the bargain bin defense that that the Kansas City Chiefs run. I'm sorry. Like, if you want to say his physical attributes are declining, he's missing some throws
0: because that. You know, fine. He's 43. Like that's an understandable thing. Sure. However, he's 43, not 93. He's still pretty sharp mentally.
1: He can read a defense. Yeah, I'm telling you right now. Um, the biggest issue for Brady is I don't like two things. I honestly, I think if I was you, if I was the Bucks, quick, hear me out, quick. I think you should go get another speed guy who runs good routes. Try to see if you can get rid of Mike Evans. I don't think he fits Brady as much as Godwin does. I think Godwin's the number one. They like him. See if you can go out and get a guy. Like, see if you can flip Evans for something and go get, a, like, a an in-betweener guy. See if you can move up to get a, little, a Jamar Chase. Or even try to see if you can go out and get a, a guy who just is good at running routes. Who's a good underneath. Because Brady is going to be there for what? You think one more year? Uh, One or two. So, I think... I think
0: getting rid of Mike Evans is a bit of an overreaction. Whether or not Brady likes him or not, oh, you no, still have to worry about the next quarter. For both quarter. of
1: their sakes, because Evans, Evans is at his best when the quarterback throws it to the damn moon and he runs underneath it and jumps for it. Yeah, and I mean, I think
0: part of that issue is play calling, because Brady was a decent deep ball throw earlier in the year, and then now he's not. But he, I think you tell Mike Evans, like, look, it's going to be another year of this, and then we're going to get you another quarterback that fits you better. Because they have to. They cannot trade the future
1: for the next season or two which is yeah, why i think they should get rid of bruce arians he is 68 he's not young i mean the only coach who's older i believe besides Cornell, because he's interim is uh p carroll 69 which is shocking that p Carroll's 69 it's the gummy it's the wad of gum he chews every day that's what keeps him so young all right um that was it for oh finally so, I'm sorry the game that I did not care about because honestly it was like it was like watching a varsity team beat up on a freshman team Packers Bears um yeah Aaron Rodgers still is an elite that Bears team looked defeated from free Allen Robinson new shirt free Allen Robinson. that dude was liking tweets about him getting dealt after the season <laughs> yeah I saw that uh Devonte Adams still not top five. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Um, so who's the number one corner on uh, Chicago again? Oh, the worst, Fuller brother? Okay, thank you.
0: He w- he didn't even lead the team in receptions or tar- yards. Didn't the tight end lead
1: the team in receptions? Yeah, well, Robert
0: Tanyan's like a wide receiver slash tight end is what he listed- is listed as in fantasy. But yeah, uh, Tanyan, five receptions, six, seven yards, and a touchdown on five targets, mind you. Uh, Devontae Adams, six receptions for 61 yards and a touchdown on nine. Targets. I got in an argument with Packers, a Packers fan. I'm like, why? Cause they retweeted something about like, who's the best receiver in the league right now. And it was Hopkins, Hill,
1: Adams, and, uh, Julio. And I was like, no DK. Yeah. Um, the guy who literally looks at a top five corner and Darius Sling goes, I'm going to punk you today. And I I was like, no DK. He said, no,
0: he isn't top five. I said, leads the league in receiving yards in his top five in touchdowns. Also, it means okay, this I'm sorry. year. DK
1: Metcalf could wipe his boot on Devontae Adams.
0: I pointed out, I even said, I'm like, I assume it means this year. Otherwise, Devontae would not lead by that much in the best receiver. He's like, he has right, 58 um, receptions. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. He um, has 58 I, receptions on 90 targets. He also has another wide receiver, one on the team, to take away coverage. I'm like, or to take away targets.
1: Yeah, He's like, well no, Lockett,
0: that's all He's like well, no, because Lock... uh, DK still has 90. I'm like, Lockett has more targets. It's like two. He has two more. I'm, I'm like, okay, so without Lockett, DK would have more or less targets. He's like, what kind of question mm-hmm. is this? Like, dude, you just said that Lockett's only all taking right. away coverage, not targets.
1: I figured on our last call. You and me are going to do our top 10 receivers currently in the NFL right now. Okay, this is gonna piss this is gonna piss some people off. This is this I think you should do a headliner for this one. This one's gonna piss some people off. Alright. Cool. Alright. I didn't mean to keep cutting you off there. I'm sorry. My brain when I get an idea with ADHD is just a nightmare. Um that wraps up for America's Fair Game One Sentence. Quick notes. Um happy national freedom day for the Jaguars and Lions. The Jaguars released their uh, GM over the weekend and the Lions did it as of Friday? with their head coach and their GM. I think the lions next year, honestly, regardless of who they're higher, will win two more games. Minimum straight up. I I think it's hysterical
0: that after his worst performance as defensive coordinator in that super bowl,
1: the Lions are like, yeah, we want this guy to be our coach. I'm telling you right now, the second they switched to ownership responsibilities and they the mom handed off her, her, uh, her, her duties as an owner, that team got better. Instantly. Not, like, on the field, but, like, managerial. Like, I think they automatically, the second that happened, they zoomed in on, like, Patricia like, your ass is grass. Because that team has so much talent. When I talk about a wasted team, at least Philadelphia, there are explanations for why they're so bad. Detroit, it doesn't make sense. They're in a bad besides, – besides Green Bay, who is the team that Detroit always gives a fight to every single week they play – the Detroit should be a good team. They've got two decent running backs. They've got a good quarterback, a, a, a budding elite tight end in T.J. Hawkinson, and two very good receivers. And you're telling me you can't put up more than like 20 points a game? You have a pretty decent defense, too. Yeah, about edge real. Let's look at Matt Stafford. Well, also, um, quickest thing here uh, I saw the stat before I retweeted it. You know who has the th- three quarterbacks with the most drops in the NFL are? My boy, number 11, leads the league with 29 drops. Then the GOAT with 28, and Matthew Stafford with 25. What the hell, man? This year is like, – so like the first drive yesterday, last time I watched, it was like drop, drop, receiver didn't die for the ball, drop. I'm like, oh, good lord. And Brady is the same thing, but I think Brady's is more of just the fact that like he's used to like efficient receivers, and these guys have been playing with like a have been playing with the like the, the gunslinger of Jameis Winston. So either yeah. way, um, ready for our lightning fast six pack review? Sure. All right. So my beer today, of course, was a uh, can of Bliss by um, Oscar Blues. Um, great beer really clean a nice like it's it's like too hard ale or it's a, just an easy drink and IPA but it's seven two so you'll pay for it if you you start crushing them um so let's go to let's go to the tally shall we so me Pat and Kevin all participated last Tuesday and due to rule changes of Pat's edition we now are off percentage points not overall wins that might have screwed me last year um all right, first off, Steelers-Texans, we all took the Texans because we're all intelligent gentlemen. Ravens-Steelers, we'll put that one in the backboard. Sorry, Lions-Texans, sorry. Um, Ravens-Steelers, by the way, we'll add to this week, but it's not going to matter. We all picked the same team. Um, uh, Washington-Dallas, Kev, that was his upset. Kev, Mr. Uh, Mister Langley, is Mr. Kev is going to get two points there. So, he's up to three. I get one. Pat took the Cowboys because of Amari Cooper. Nice job, buddy. Uh, Colts, Titans. Y'all both took the Titans. I'm mean, into the Colts. I took the te- Titans as my upset pick. I can't speak, apparently, today. Um, Kevin took the Bucs as his upset. Me and Pat both took the Chiefs. I did not take the Bucs as my upset. Oh, it's not your upset. Sorry, I don't know why I circled it. My bad. You took the bucks, though. Yes. Yes. Now you're no, I don't know yeah. why I circled it. I remember I remember I wrote a note about this and I switched my desk around on Thursday. That's my fault. Okay. Because I texted you after I'm like, you took the bucks, right? And you're like, yes. Okay. Um Pat's Cardinals, we all took the Cardinals. That was stupid as shit. Uh in College football, we all took Alabama in the Iron Ball because we're not brain dead. We all took Notre Dame over UNC. That game was a lot closer than it looked for a while. And then we all took Texas over Iowa State. So we call it to catch an L there. Um, I took Coastal. I got a win. Kev took OSU. Was that game canceled? I think it was. I'll get. Listen, because I'm a good sport here, I'll give you. Do you want to at least give you a? I'll give you the point because they were gonna smoke them anyway. Or do you want sure. the, Okay. Or do you want the point five just to get yourself back up to a normal number? No, give me the whole point. Okay. And then Pat took the Seahawks. Dick. So final tally for the week. Your boy finished with eight. Back in my saddle. Uh, Pat finished with five. Kevin finished with six. Okay, so not a bad what week. Long as beat Pat. Yeah, long as <laughs> beat. Fair enough. So on the official scorecard, Pat Pat's tied his best week got a five. Your boy got his second eight of the season, and Kevin got a six. His third six. Of the Kevin, you shoot a lot of sixes, actually. Better than I usually shoot at the bars. Ew. Um. All right. Um. Let's keep moving here. College football. Uh, CFB rankings are coming out later today, unless they dropped already just now. They've started doing it, but they do the whole show. So oh, I forgot time. how much that, that's just the. That's the worst. I'm sorry. Nobody cares. Um. Just give us the rankings. But um, it's college football this week, i got to give a shout-out to Duke Blue Devils football. Never thought I'd say this. You guys are the definition of class. Wake Forest, I hate you. You suck. Wake Forest literally had to cancel my, my – I haven't watched my Hurricanes in three weeks. I'm sorry. They're the only thing keeping my football life alive. They're not going to win a national title this year. If they do, I will literally, like, give myself a Fu Manchu. Which is probably the kiss of death because it was for my di- my diamondbacks. But and may not fully make sure. I don't know. We'll figure out something fun. Maybe I'll like chug some whiskey on air or something. I don't even know. We'll do something crazy if my hurricanes make win a national title. But um it's very unlikely. It's like ten thousand to one. Maybe more. Because Kevin's Crimson Tide looked amazing on Saturday. Um Duke Blue Devils hit up Miami like, hey, we know Wake Forest canceled. Do you want to play us? And Miami's like, hell yeah, we want to we want to play. So, uh, shout to Duke for Duke for being a class act and getting their shit together. So, uh, any notes this weekend on for college about you, Mister Kevin? You want to give a shout to a certain Shannon or any other Auburn fans? Um, well, first off, Notre Dame punched their ticket ACC championship game
0: because uh, they have the tiebreakers and them and Clemson all have one game left. Um, Also, if Duke is the epitome of class in college football, Auburn fans are the exact opposite. Someone tweeted out a picture of Toomer's Corner after the Iron Bowl and an Auburn fan retweeted and said the only time Tuscaloosa streets have been this clean was the uh, the hurricane that ripped through Tuscaloosa and killed a lot of people. So, stay classy, Auburn. Motherfuckers. (sighs) Not, Not nice. Oh, they also made fun of Mac Jones for having uh, two DUIs, I think. Um, I mean, if I were. I know well, certain NFL quarterbacks who have like six. That's chicken shit. I, I think it's funny that they're talking shit when, you know, their quarterback's an absentee father. Ooh. I mean, yeah. hey, when Bo Nix goes undrafted in a couple years, like oh, half of that Chad hundred... Kelly. Half of that, like, couple hundred thousand signing bonus, not even half of that ten thousand dollar signing bonus he's going to get is going right to his baby mama. Fair
1: enough. Um, yeah, so I'm looking at the ACC schedule going forward. Um, yeah, Notre Dame, it's just this the worst. You know what? The worst part about this season is crazy is that North Carolina. Played themselves out of that game on Saturday. On Friday. I had a couple of buddies over. Uh, our, our good friend Sean, Nolan, and Teddy, who are both. Teddy's, of course, a listener of the show. Uh, shout out to my boys. <clears throat> but um, they were coming through, and I was watching the game while I was setting up for the bonfire and everything else. And I was of my mom, because she loves watching college football on Saturday. Like, when she comes home, my mom loves football, so. She'll turn up whatever game I have on because I always just have college football in the background while I'm doing stuff around the house on Saturdays. But we were watching the game and I just watched Notre Dame just punk North Carolina in the final quarter. I was just like, "Ugh, that is rough. My dudes. So big shout out to North Carolina. I cannot wait for Miami to kick the snot out of you guys. Cause you guys definitely deserve it. Um, there's only one game on the, 20, the day of the ACC, ACC title game. Is Miami Georgia Tech? Oh boy, you know what's really crazy? Miami has a shot of finishing the season like 10 and 1, and we're not going to have a shot because of Notre Dame this year. But that's what happens. So I would have honestly, Kev, I'm telling you right now, I would have loved to play Notre Dame this year as Miami. We may have not won, but we would have punched a snot, and they are a soft ass team. So alright, that's all we got, Carl. Anything else for college football before we move on? Nope. Alright. Um oh a shot to Iowa State Cyclones. getting a dub. Sticking one to Texas. Horns down, baby. Um If Colt McCoy wasn't hurt, they would have won that game. <laughs> I know. I know. Um we wanted to skip the NBA rankings, we're already an hour and two. Yeah, it's fine. No, we'll do that next week. Oh, I mean we'll do that Friday. Um, because NBA preseason starts in a week and a half. So I think we God. should also hold off on the receiver rankings and have Pat do it. Ooh Yes. So maybe it we'll do on live Friday. Show. Live we'll do live reveal on Friday. Uh yeah. preview Devontae Adams will be seventh on my list. He's dropping. He's not elite. He's not. Um all right, so Kev's segment. You got something different for me. What do you got today? I'm excited for this new change of pace. So I wrote
0: something this on Sunday. Yeah, it was Sunday. Uh, We've had crews on the show before. Uh, I I like Alabama Twitter, Gump Twitter, as some call it. I enjoy it. Uh, I wrote a guide to some Alabama must-follows, and, ooh, people were bad. People were very (laughs) mad. Uh, I spent my Sunday getting roasted. One account said, this dude has less than 400 followers. It's not that big a deal. Uh, Some other stuff. Yeah, Coach's daughter followed you, though. Yes, Nick Saban's daughter did follow me on Twitter. That was a big deal. However, I want to – I'm going to make some apologies. I realize after making it I messed up. We're going to make some apologies. Official apologies. I am on – recorded on air. I am not too proud to know when – admit when I've made a mistake. So, I'm going to give their Twitter handles just so you can follow them. Number one, first one to get mad at me, and then once I apologize, like y- you're good, I accept your apology. Uh, and Faux, F A U X, great follow, enjoyable. He called me dis, or they called me disrespectful. Uh, that one was a huge miss on my part. Uh, Alabama Diehards, another one I missed. R and R Cigar was roasting me, and I saw that. It was so funny deservedly they had some issues with my selections uh they they deserve a spot and then they didn't get mad at me they didn't call me out but uh let me just bri denny underscore ua another really good one probably should have included them i wrote this very quickly and i'm lazy and one more that we have to mention josh clacker uh He's the 2020 Twitter simp bracket winner. He's a podcast enthusiast. Let's see if we can get him on. It'll be fun. He gets, he, I, another huge miss on my part. It, it's just it was a it was a bad 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 showing on my part. Miss Yeah, Nick Saban's daughter followed me.
1: Uh that was cool. That was fun. All right, I want to say something quick before we go into the last call. I only like so, I know you hate on Miami because they're my team, but I I find that something hurtful because I technically, I always try to root for Alabama because, one, they're your team. Two, I think Nick Saban is a class act. I love that man. Like, honestly, Nick Saban for president, if he wasn't a little, if he was a little younger, um, I would have loved to play for Saban if I ever was, like, an elite D1 athlete. Are you kidding me? Um... Alabama Twitter is funny as hell to me because at least it seems more positive. Miami Miami Twitter is basically only a few or a few accounts. Of the Eagles Twitter is just a dark place. I gotta give a – got there's a couple people like my boy Victor Williams give a shout. Kev always sees me retweet his stuff all the time. Vix always a Vix always a good follow. Um, Thomas Peterson he's pretty good too. Um, and of course my man Iraq, who is just, oh my God, his, he had a tweet that I, I will send Kevin a screenshot later. It was just a list of things he would change about Philadelphia. And like me, Carson Wentz was not one of them. So smart man. Um, all right. Rolling in. So Kev, if you could ease off the Miami hatred, because you know, I root for my Alabama. I would appreciate it. <laughs> I will be nicer to Miami. Because I don't hate Alabama. Honestly, I love a lot of the guys that come, that come out of that team. And because of you and Cruz, I've grown appreciation for them more. But if I
0: have a take about Miami, though, and it's not positive, I am not going to hold back on it. But I will stop the random Miami slander.
1: Also, you got to admit, Miami's had a pretty good year.
0: If my mama raised me, she would have told me, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Seven and one, man! Come on, give us something here. I know it's the okay. ACC. Yes. Congrats, Jared. You guys are seven and one in the ACC.
1: I think the Big Twelve proved this year the ACC is better than them, but that's another story. Um. Or the
0: the Big Twelve is better because their teams are better beating the snot out of each other.
1: They're t- every team, no, those teams can play defense. Listen, Oklahoma, hey, Oklahoma, Iowa State, Te- Oklahoma State, and Texas, Miami, playoffs. Seriously, when COVID's over, line those four teams up. I guarantee we'll go three and one.
0: Would you lose to a specific team, or is it just like a one of those no, it'll be like a- Miami?
1: So we're gonna blow it on something stupid. Okay. Okay, I just want to see. Miami's biggest problem was in all their so, and as much as you want to like, I know you hate Clemson. I watched that game and listened to it when I was driving home because family issues and everything else. I had a family thing and everything, so my I watched the complete tape on those drives that I missed that game was so much closer for the first three quarters and that score indicates Miami got hosed on calls it i don't I blame the refs a lot, so it means a very little when I say this but kev, it was bad like you would have been like, Are you kidding me? that's what they're calling it for like it Clemson was getting gift wrap play seem to be on crucial plays so nothing made me happier than watching Notre Dame smack the shit out of them so the the the, the fighting Irish did something good different I'm so pissed they joined the ACC this year they didn't play us chickens uh either way it's fine um what do I want you for last call I don't know. I got one. All right, last call. Here we go. Kick okay, smooth jazz. Even though the metal last week was fun. The little Motley Crue. Fuck it, we'll kick the metal instead. All right, here we go. We'll kick the Motley Crue uh, guitar riff. All right. So, folks, I don't know if you noticed, we've been sharing this a lot lately. Belly of Sports today came in 19th on a post by... If I can hold this damn thing up, it was right in front of me. Deleteddetail.com. In the top 50 best sports blogs, we came in at 19th. So, um, that was cool. That was a great little pick-me-up yesterday. I I loved reading that. And they called us the sports bar of the sports world, uh, of sports media. I was like, that's awesome. That's cool. I'm I'm very proud of us all at Belly Sports. Uh, All of us management people here. The big bosses, Mike and Blaine. The the tier two guys, me and Kev, and you you know, of course Ryan, Jay, Dan, Shannon. Am I missing anybody from the leadership? Uh no. That's leadership. That that weirdo who lives in Texas that occasionally checks in once in a while. Um Yeah, guys, this is this and all of our people who create content. Every podcast, every writer, is really cool that we're considered this high for this great company. So, uh yeah. That's all I got. Quick uh, little, quick little rant today as we hit about... Well, actually, we actually finished that show pretty quick. I'm very impressed. Um, yeah, uh, rankings are out. Okay, so any surprises, quick, before we move on? Um, no. Where's my? I can fly right? through
0: it. All right, you want to go? Uh, Bama, Notre Dame, Clemson, Ohio State, A and M, Florida, Cincinnati, Georgia, Iowa State, Miami. Oklahoma, Indiana, BYU, Northwestern, Oklahoma State, Wisconsin, North Carolina, Coastal, Iowa, USC, Marshall, Washington, Oregon, Tulsa,
1: Louisiana. Georgia's still too high. So is Iowa. I mean, Iowa State, Iowa, Iowa State and Miami are flippable, honestly. You could throw either one in there. But Georgia yeah, I mean, should be break. not even in the top 10. If you want to put Miami at not. Ni- Miami at 8,
0: Iowa State at 9, or Iowa State at 8, Miami at 9, because Georgia should not be 8, so we're not even going to consider them there. Georgia shouldn't uh, even be top 15. They're terrible. Northwestern still being at 14 after losing to Michigan State is kind of surprising to me. I mean, every team does have a bad game.
1: Yeah, so no, give... I'm not saying
0: they deserve to drop out, but I, I'm just surprised that they're still that high. Um, well, I think, oh, the, I think the committee values the Big Ten a lot more than they value the conferences. So. Catch you. Watch for the Big Ten to change the rules about who can play in the conference championship soon, because Ohio State, if they miss another game, they won't be able to play in the Big Ten championship.
1: <laughs> That's so true, and they they calling games like crazy. So uh, watch, watch out. out. This is crazy. Um, all right. So Miami, what? Still ten? Yeah, Miami's ten. I mean, we haven't played in three weeks, so honestly, the fact we haven't fallen in the rankings is fine by me. That'd be uh, so stupid. Well, it's happened before. That's the dumbest no, thing. I know. I'm not high- saying it hasn't happened. I'm saying it'd still be stupid. I mean, like— Oh, no, it's the dumbest thing about college football rankings. I mean, I'm hype as hell. I wanted, I can't wait to watch us take on Duke. I mean, Duke's had an okay season, but—I oh, mean, not a great season, but like I, Miami's been chomped at the bit to get back on the field.
0: I think a team that they haven't played can go down one— at worst because like let's say the team one below them blew another team out that is also yes. ranked highly that, that would make sense however if you're no there's no real shockers on the teams immediately behind you
1: you shouldn't drop no uh, i completely agree um yeah I'll, I'll take that back duke's having a rough season so um uh eight o'clock on ac network um miami i swear to god if it's not a 30 point win i'm gonna like storm coral cables um, like, what the hell? <clears throat> so, that's it. That's all. Um, buy a free Carson... Oh, was it? Free once or Free Carson? It's Free once. Free once. All right. We have free free Wentz, Fire Doug, and Free once, Fire Howie. Fire Doug, Fire Howie, Free once. Save Philadelphia. Save Captain Philadelphia. <laughs> all right. Um, Fuck Tigers. us um, Hate Week. Um, it's also... Hate every one of my top five colleges week, so it's always that week. Wait, do you want the quickly weekly rankings? <laughs> sure. All right, top, all right, here we go. Number five, um, Notre Dame's fallen um, because they—they're the reason they're—they're they're probably going to punch Clemson in the mouth again. And the fact that Clemson doesn't make the national title game because of Notre Dame, I will take that because I know Alabama will smack the crap out of them. So they're five, four, Florida State. Dude, you are screwing up the ACC. How are you this bad at containing COVID, you garbage can of a university? Uh, Three is Pitt. How could you not beat Clemson? This is your job. What the hell? Um, Two is um, Clemson. Um, I still hate you. You suck. Uh, The fact that you are a slimy loser program and I despise everything about you. Uh, number one is still f- number one right now is Florida. Kyle Trask, you suck. Um, I was really hoping Kentucky could pull that one out because, for the love of all things holy, I love seeing teams above us in the rankings burn. And also, um, screw every team in Florida except for Miami. So there you go. Hey, what do you have against? That's my college FIU? five. What?
0: What do you have against FIU? Ohio, especially. Hey, uh, if you want to see Florida crash and burn, just wait to the SEC championship game. Bama's got you. Can't
1: wait. Where's the Bart Scott meme? I Listen, like, as a Miami fan, I look at the Crimson Tide as my... You guys are my nuclear bomb. Like, we, like you guys will do all the work for us. Like, we would love to take on Florida this year. Are you kidding me? Florida's team is... Like, the problem is, the SEC to me has four good teams, or three good teams and then a bunch of garbage. I don't even consider Florida. as two good teams. I think it's Texas A&M. 50, it, after 50 feet of crap above them is Alabama. They're clearly the best team in the SEC. And then the rest of them are all flawed. And as much as you like to rip my Hurricanes, Florida just for some reason plays crap, like crap against bad teams, and then they somehow pull it out. I don't know. We almost beat them with a shit quarterback two years last year. So either way, I'm loving this. I am hoping you guys smack the daylights out of Florida. But uh, that's my um, hate, college football hate week, college uh, top five. Next week it'll probably be different because if one team beats, uh, if, if Clemson in Notre Dame it's upset, I'd be laughing hysterically because all Miami has to do is just win out and they make the title game and nobody in the – one of them doesn't. I'd be great. So go Syracuse. Now, you usually need Clemson to lose because Notre Dame's already in. Oh. All right, so who's Clemson play next week? Virginia Tech in Blacksburg. Uh, it's not Pitt though, so like I'm not, but it's in it's it's in Blacksburg. Last game of the season before the championship game. Do I smell a Notre Dame, Miami, a Notre Dame, Pitt game coming? Where it's like a, Philadelphia, a Miami, Pitt, where like you know there's a certain offset uh, in the air possible? I don't know. Um, I'm liking this. Yeah, I, 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 there's some hope in the air. So uh, go, 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 uh, go, Hokies. Go Hokies. <laughs> I listen, like, Kev, you want to see me do some crazy shit? Watch Clemson get knocked off by Virginia Tech and us one out. You will see me do some insane-ass shit.
0: I feel like they'd have to – Miami would have to have a lot going for them to uh, have Clemson get knocked out. Well, I
1: mean, we just need to shot the ACC title game. Clemson Wait, no. If they can't lose, they get knocked out because they have one loss. Yeah, because they lost in their name. Yeah. But basically uh, – are you telling me that, like, there's a, still a shot here in the fact that Clemson's on the road the week before the title game or possible title game? Oh, don't give me that kind of hope, man. Oof. Don't give me that type of hope. Uh, Yeah, Clemson, I think that's their last game of the season against Virginia yeah. Tech, so. All right, yeah, it's, it's a bunch of Big Ten and a couple of Aces' and stragglers in Pac-12 next week, so. I, so, I would almost think, like, what would happen if, like, because the ACC title game isn't supposed, to, so the title game would be the week of the fifteenth. But would Miami just cancel their game against Georgia Tech at that point if they were in the title game? No, they can't. So would they just have to play it the week after? Yeah, they just no. oh,
0: oh that's tough. If they're playing Georgia Tech that week and that's when the title game is, they'd probably find a way to cancel it if Miami's locked in because they yeah, like, let's they can't wait until the. Uh, next week is the 20th when the the selection is
1: yeah so I mean they'd have to play like like an emergency game in the 19th like at the worst case scenario this is gonna get weird man Clemson for the ACCs like sandy Clemson better win on uh Saturday or we're gonna have a problem because <laughs> there's there's that one team hang on the edge that still has a shot and it's like the only rough game Miami has left is North Carolina. Besides that, they have Georgia Tech, who they'll probably beat by 30, and Duke, who I hope to God, they beat by at least 25. But The championship's the 19th. Okay. So, yeah, the day they play Georgia Tech. So, they basically have to either reschedule Georgia Tech-Miami or, like, just cancel the game for undisclosed reasons. Also, it was Georgia Tech who pushed that game back because they're COVID issues. So I would not feel bad about screwing them out of a loss. Yeah. All right. Because that happened. we had three games canceled in a row because of COVID issues. With uh, the schools we were playing. Because for some reason Miami knows how to handle uh, a disease. So, all right, whatever. Um, I'm Jared. That's Kev. How are you in for the live stream as we do our top 10 receiver rankings live it's gonna be fun and also podcast show on Friday check it out bye hey guys Jared thanks for checking out the corner booth pod be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at corner booth pod this podcast is brought to you by the belly of podcast network